Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. Now, um, I wanted to speak to you about something that is actually very special to me. It's something that I hold very dear um, because it's one of the practices that really shifted my life in amazing, amazing ways. And you know how sometimes your life goes through changes and you can't necessarily pinpoint what change took place or what it was that caused that change? Well, not today. For me, I can pinpoint what practice it was that really turned my life around in amazing, exciting ways. It's also um, something that I want to share with you because uh, at the end of the talk, we're going to invite you into a program that I love and that is also very dear to me. Now, with that said, um, I wanted to talk about New Horizons, and especially with what my family had been moving through, it made me realize I have been looking at sort of what's on the horizon, right? When somebody passes away, you start thinking about what life is about and um, how life is shaping you and showing up for you, and I just really wanted to know, like, what's in the horizon for me? Have you sat with that question before? What is in the horizon? And when you think about that, you might get some images. I get some images. And so what's in the horizon? What's the vision of the possibilities that you have for your life? Some of you may be seeing that vision as a horizon of love, of peace, abundance, prosperity, financial freedom, amazing relationships, right? Feels good to see that as a possibility for yourself. Now, some of you, some of us sometimes, because I go through this myself, can look out into the horizon and not necessarily see as much opportunity or possibility. And we can look out into the horizon and see maybe limitation, old patterns that aren't serving us, sadness, misery, um, as being a slave to the ways in which we have thought of ourselves to be other than perfection and all that is good. And so really, what is the possibility for you? What do you hold as a possibility for yourself? For me, it's really important to recognize that that vision of what can be in the horizon for you is shaped by what we do today. Because the ways in which we go into a practice, whatever we are doing here and now, really shapes the path towards that horizon, right? And really, Um, creates the direction in which we're going. Are we going to that vision of all that is good, that all that is possible when we know our truth, which is a path of faith? Or are we going towards a horizon that doesn't look so good because we are in a path or in a direction of fear? And what can we do to either shift our direction, or continue to get stronger on our path to what is possible for us in our lives. Now, Charles Fillmore, co-founder, speaking of the different ways in which life can show up, says, poverty or prosperity, it all depends on you. All that the Father has is yours, but you alone are responsible for the relationship of the Father's good to your life. Through conscious recognition of your oneness with the Father and his abundance, you draw the living substance into visible supply. What kind of life do you want to create for yourself? And are you owning 
the fact that it is your responsibility. It is our responsibility to shape that life. Now, that life, that possibility is always there, right? God is and is bringing all of these things into our life, but are we taking the steps? Are we taking the path that makes us one with that kind of life, with that way of which source is expressing and having its way in our lives? Now, the thing that is very dear to me is the practice of generosity. And for me, it's really important to recognize the ways in which generosity plays a role in creating that life. For you see, we talk about this all the time at Unity on the Bay. If you want more love, what do you do? You have to be love. If you want more peace in the world, what do you have to be? More peace. Well, if you want life to be more generous with you, then you have to be generous with life. You have to be open to allowing that generosity to move through you. And the reality is, is that it is already within you. That desire to expand, that um, uh, part of you that wants to move from you out into the world is already within you. I know this to be because, one, it's one of our core beliefs here at Unity on the Bay. It's one of our core values, generosity. And you wouldn't have been drawn to this spiritual community if you didn't have an inkling in you that that generosity is also one of your core values. So really, it's about getting out of the way of having this generous spirit. And a lot of the times when we stop ourselves from fully moving into generosity, it's because we have a fear. It's because we have some deep-rooted understanding or thinking that there's scarcity, right? That there's limitation, that if I give here, I'm going to lack here. When in reality, the more that we emulate that which is God, the more that we are able to be wide open for God in our lives. I love one of our prosperity programs, Keys to the Kingdom, talks about how if you want to truly know God, how many of you want to know God more deeply, right? Like that's part of our spiritual path, right? Like to really understand God. Well, this program says, if you want to know somebody, think about, you know, the idea of like, you won't know me until you walk in my shoes. It's the same thing. You won't truly know God until you walk in God's shoes. And so to know God, we must be like God and be generous, be giving, be open to the ways in which life can happen through us. In Proverbs eleven twenty five, it says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Anybody feel like being refreshed this morning? <laughs> Anybody feel like their life needs a little excitement, a little pick-me-up this morning? For me, when I look at what I want to be refreshed into, and I've shared this uh, definition of wholeness and well-being, that's what I really want to step more fully into, recognizing my wholeness and well-being. And so this definition that I've shared with you, let me see if it resonates with you. How many believe that wholeness and well-being is about having spiritual maturity? Having a deeper relationship with God, having a deeper relationship with the truth of your being. I think that's why we're all here, right? Something called us to have that deeper understanding, to have that deeper spirituality in our lives. And we were just blessed enough to be guided to here, to unity on the bay. How many of you, take a breath with me actually, and just get a sense of vibrant health. Can you feel that in your body and every cell of your being? What would it feel like to fully know vibrant health at the core of every cell in your body? 
Sounds fun, right? <laughs> fulfilling relationships. How many of you want a few more fulfilling relationships in your life? Work that you love. How many of you are looking for work that you love, loving the things that you do? Okay, this is a big one. How many of you would like a little more financial freedom? Just so you know, this is the one that most people raise their hand for. <laughs> and it's um, really interesting, right? Because it's one of the things, it's one of the areas in our lives that we sometimes feel the most limited by. And so that's why I also want to kind of focus on this one more because it's the one that brings us the biggest amount of opportunity. If we can walk through the thoughts of lack and limitation or scarcity when it comes to our financial well-being, which is the big one, then when the other challenges come into our lives, we can fall back on this and know that we have walked through the biggest fears that we have held. We have walked through the biggest limitations that we have held for ourselves. It was funny because yesterday I did a short little video for Facebook um, about today's service, inviting people to come. Thank you if you guys watched on Facebook and that's why you're here um, for that. But um, in it, I realized I was talking, I'm like, I want to share this because I am the picture of wholeness and well-being. I live all of these areas to the utmost and I am blessed and grateful for it. And there's truth in that. But right as soon as I turned off the video, all of a sudden, an issue came up at my house, and I'm like, okay, well, hmm, fulfilling relationships, I'm going to work on that one. You know, like some other uh, things started coming up, and then I was like, wait, I'm going to talk about this, and wait a minute, I need some more spiritual maturity, I need some more financial, I need all of these different things, right? Like, I didn't feel like I was fully embodying all of them. And what came to me is that actually, what I want to share with you is a practice that I'm engaged in here and now, and the practice that has helped me to be where I am, which is very blessed and abundant and grateful, and that is actually part of just the path that I'm in towards that horizon, towards that vision of fully embodying those five things at its utmost level. So when it comes to generosity, and when it comes to living from wholeness and well-being, I think the thing that is needed the most is faith is really having trust. Because it's really for us to know these things that are true for ourselves, we kind of have to go against some of the thoughts of, that have been ingrained within us, some of the ways in which we have allowed ourselves to, not, to believe ourselves to be separate from God. And so what we have to do is just trust and start to allow ourselves to experience that oneness, that connection, to be able to more fully live in those areas. And so one of the ways in which we can move into faith is by being generous, especially in those times when it can be difficult. And one of the paths that I found in being generous, because I'm somebody that needs a little bit more structure in my life, so it's good to say I'm going to be generous, but I really needed to see something sort of like physical, like a plan. And for me, that's tithing. For me, that is really about um, giving a tithe to the place where I'm spiritually nourished. And it's an old tradition. It's something that's biblically based. But it's, and so it may seem like it's from latter years, <laughs> but the reality is, is that it's become true in my life here and now. And so there's a newness for me. Now, you can build your faith in other ways, you can do it through meditation, you can do it through uh, metaphysical classes, you can do but faith really is a choice. Hear me on this. If you want more faith in your life, it's a choice that you have to make here and now 
to have more faith, to move into the practices that will bring you more faith. I love the song that they just sang, partly because, um, and I didn't know they were going to sing it, but um, it talks about um, love being a memory that you can call upon, right? Life is that. It's a series of experiences of faith that you can call upon so that in those moments of doubting yourself, you can remember God has provided for me. God has been a source for me. I have moved through the challenges in my trust of God. And so tithing is what builds. Now, it's funny. While I was in Ecuador, I was talking to my aunt about just how blessed I feel I am and life in general. And uh, I told her that I believe that a, a big part of that is because I began the practice of tithing over 15 years ago. And she said, oh, I do that too. And I'm like, I kind of know that aunt. So I was like, really? She's like, yeah, 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 I tithe. And I was like, oh, so you give 10% of your financial resources to the place where you're spiritually nourished? She's like, oh, no, but I give a dollar or two every so often. So it's the same thing, right? So um, it's just not part of the culture, right, for my family, the culture that I was from. For those of you who may not know what tithing is, for those of you who may think that you know what tithing is, but you're not 100% sure, tithing is this traditional um, uh, way of looking at how we can be generous with our time, with our treasure, our financial resource, and our talents. Now, Get this, because I'm speaking about it, and there's still a little uneasiness in speaking about it, because I know that speaking about tithing makes some people feel uncomfortable. I know that it can bring up old patterns from other spiritual communities. I know that just even talking about money can be uncomfortable. I'm going to invite you, if you're feeling a little uncomfortable, to just check in on why that is. To ask yourself, what is it that makes me feel uncomfortable talking about money, talking about financial freedom or my financial limitations that I have placed on myself? Because that can be part of the healing. That can be part of the work that really um, allows you to invite this wholeness, this well-being into your life. My, one of my favorite um, spiritual teachers um, is Edwin Gaines. Ever, anybody heard of Edwin Gaines? Um, so she talks about tithing, and she talks about talent, service, and treasure, and finances, right? And she says, it's great to give of your time. It's great to give of your talent. But if you are asking for financial freedom, if what you want is life to be generous with you financially, what you have to tithe is money, right? Some people kind of try the other way around, right? Like, I want more money, so let me be of service, I want more money, so let me put my time and effort into something. If you, whatever you want, right? When I said, if you want more love in your life, what must you express? If you want more peace in your life, what must you give? If you want more financial freedom, what must you embody? More financial freedom, more giving. Char uh, Charles and Cora Fillmore said, Give of your substance with the thought that it is God's money that you are handling. Realize that it is his tenth that you are giving for his glory. With this thought in your mind, you will begin to attract a new spiritual resources, and things will begin to open up in your affairs. Take God into partnership with you, and you will demonstrate abundance. It is when we recognize that what we are being generous with is the generosity of spirit. It's what God has provided for us. So what we are really doing is just we're continuing that cycle that things begin to happen. And by the way, in, this is not just 
spiritual teaching, right? Like there's been studies done on this. In 2000, there was a study done where they looked at people that were generous and they found what they thought that they were going to find, which is if you made more money, you were going to be more generous in general, right? That's not something like far out to um, see that it came up. What they didn't realize was going to also show up is that if you were more generous, it meant that you would make more money later on. What they showed is that if somebody, for example, two people made the same amount of money and one of them was very generous with it and the other one was not as generous with it, the one that was most generous would actually go on to make more and more money as time went on than the one that wasn't generous. So this study has shown and proven how being generous and being giving really actually brings about and adds prosperity into your life. Now, I actually found that to be true in my own life. Um, uh, tithing has not necessarily been an easy process for me, but I remember one year I kind of messed up. I, I love tithe 10%. It's an easy math, right? Not for me. So I was actually giving a little more than 10% one year, and I only realized this at the end of the year. I was like, oh, so I was giving like 11, 12%, whatever it was. Well, just a few weeks after I noticed that, I got a raise. And did you know that when I did the calculations, it basically what I was tithing from what I was going to be making. And I realized the correlation in that. Now, it wasn't easy for me. Um, there were two main things that were keeping me from fully uh, going into this practice. The first one was I was really excited about it. It was something new for me that I was learning here at Unity on the Bay. And I made the mistake of telling all my friends and all my family, I'm going to do this. Guess what they said? No, you shouldn't, <laughs> right? Are you crazy? You, you can't even pay your light bill. How are you going to give 10% to the place where you're spiritually nourished? What I realized in that moment was that I wasn't supposed to um, trust the faith of others in my life, that I was supposed to trust my own faith. This was really a walk in my own faith, the ways in which I was going to walk in trust. So that was the first thing. The other thing that made it really difficult is basically I had no money. <laughs> when I first walked into Unity over 15 years ago, um, I was in a very transitional space in my life. I actually, um, not many people know this, I think I've shared it with a few people, but I actually um, had lost my job, I had been broken up with, I had, um, the lease of my apartment had um, expired, and I had no car, so I had no idea where my life was going to take me. I actually was um, helping a friend out to make some money, some little money here and there. I was helping my friend out in his office, real estate office, and I didn't tell many people, partly out of pride, but I would actually stay and sleep under the desk um, for a couple of weeks until my life began to shift. And that was my experience. I know that many of us come to unity because we're facing challenges and we want something different. And that's really what solidified me wanting to go deeper in this faith and this walk of trust. Now, I have to tell you that my life has made such um, an about face because I am prosperous. I am abundant today, here and now. I, uh, you know, I can tell you all about tithing. I can tell you all about the practice, but really it's about you experiencing it for yourself because the actual uh, practice of tithing will show you. I have total faith that it will show you just how an amazing practice it is. It will show you the blessings, right? Like I can just share with you my experience of it. So maybe because I had that experience 15 years ago, 
um, it's very appropriate that my biggest aha moments, the times in which I finally realized that I got this idea of generosity and tithing had to do with the house that I'm uh, living in now. Some of you know a little bit of the story. I love telling it in prosperity classes because it's just part of um, making God as my source a reality. Like I was truly a aware of it. So what happened is um, my husband and I were starting to look for a home and my husband's first thing, he, I literally, first thing he said is, you got to stop giving so much money to this place where you're spiritually nourished because you got to save that money to purchase a house. And I said, wait a minute. No, this is my belief. This is my practice. I'm going to put that money also where it goes and I'm going to trust that the money for the house is going to come. Surely enough, by synchronicity, we found out about a program that we applied for and that we got to help us with our home. By the way, as soon as I showed up in the office, guess who greeted me? Somebody from Unity on the Bay that I didn't know worked in this program, right? But as the program went by, it wasn't so easy, but I kept faithful to my tithing. And my uh, identity got stolen. And all of a sudden, one weekend, I got 11 or so credit cards with over $12,000 being used on it. I knew they weren't mine because some of them were like Victoria's Secrets. I was like, I I promise I didn't go there. Um, But... uh, But I kept with it, and my husband was, like, getting worried. Like, we should have saved more money. We should have saved more money to figure this out. No, God will provide. Three months later, I cleared it all up, and would you know that I walked back into the office, and um, Yannick actually says to me, wow, how blessed are you? If you would have gone the program three months ago, you wouldn't have qualified for a new program that just started last week, which is now going to gift you $30,000 free towards your home. When $30,000 search my home. Yeah. But it didn't end there. And again, it's, it's um, the universe showing me in a very linear way the ways in which my life has grown, right? From that moment of sleeping under somebody's desk to the moments of owning my home and finding the prosperity. The other thing that happened is as we were literally moving into this new home, my husband and I had our couch in our hands walking through the garage. He gets a phone call. This is a Friday afternoon. He's starting a new job on Monday. They call him. I'm so sorry, but human resources made a mistake you're not going to be eligible to start your work on Monday. It'll be about six months before we can offer you that job. As we walked into this new house, right? But in that moment, I just, I just felt that all this practice was leading me to feel and trust. And so I said to my husband, okay, this is taking place for a reason, you want to feel that wholeness and well-being that I feel because I am feeling it? Well, let's just trust. I'm going to continue tithing and know that God is going to provide. And God did. Little jobs here and there during the couple of months that he was without work. It was about three months until he found something that he was going to love doing. They called him, actually. And they said, we have a job that we think you would love doing. Are you interested? He got the job. He is now making, in that first year, actually, because it's been a few years, he made over three times as much as the other job that he was going into because of trust in my, I just feel it at the core that it was trust. So I told him, because he's not somebody that necessarily believes in tithing, but he does believe in generosity. So I said, then now it's your turn to be generous. It's your turn to remember that God is your source and it's your turn to be able to put that into a practice. And now he practices generosity and practices tithing. 
So those are the stories that have sort of shaped my belief that things are possible. When I look out into my vision, when I look out into my horizon, I see possibilities because I've lived possibilities. I see past challenges and I see past fears because I have moved very strongly through some of my biggest fears and my biggest challenges. And so my question for you today is, what would it take for you to go deeper into this practice to be able to vision the possibilities for yourself? Are you going to walk a path of faith or are you going to walk a path of fear? I know that if you're here, you want to walk that path of faith. I'm not telling you you have to tithe. I'm not telling you you have to give. I'm telling you that it worked for me and it shifted my life in ways unimaginable. I'm asking you to practice it, give it a go, and see if it works for you. If not, look for another practice. But I assure you, I trust and I have faith that you will see miracles in your life. Eric Butterworth says that you are the windows of heaven. We can embody heaven. We can walk in God's shoes. We can walk in heaven's shoes. And you will be poured out as a blessing. And because you are in the flow of limitless substance by reason of your commitment to the whole tithe, the blessing that you become is more than sufficient to deal with any situation and to meet any and all requirements. Are you guys ready for wholeness? Are you guys ready for well-being? Who wants financial freedom in this room? So join me in affirming together. I am being poured out as a blessing and I am blessed. Together, I am being poured out as a blessing and I am blessed. Let's do it one more time and really feel it. I am being poured out as a blessing and I am blessed. Today, you start a new path to a vision of all that is possible for you. Thank you and amen. And guess what? The universe is so friendly that it is going to give you right here and right now an opportunity, a chance to put the practice into your life. So as I'm going to invite Himara to come up here, I'm just going to share with you, you received in your bulletin this Abundance Experiment card. This is a program that we have had before and have seen amazing results. What it is, is a chance for you to try out tithing. By the way, if you are already tithing, um, you can still sign up and that way you receive additional support and connection during this time. But in this card, you can let us know whether you are ready to step into tithing, 10% of your financial resources. If you are a little timid, and want to start with 2 to 5%, or if you really want to go gung-ho with it and go into um, uber generosity by giving uh, more, 15%. When you fill this out, what you're going to be doing is getting into a program where you will receive for the next three months an email every week. It's an email program. You'll also be invited to participate in a weekly prayer call. You're going to be invited to participate in a monthly prayer circle. See, they're so excited. They can feel the prosperity and abundance in this room and are living in it. Um, and you can, you're going to get that support. Chris and I will be praying for your abundance and for the miracles to show up in your life. And one of the things that I did do to move through some of my fear in the back, you can also sign up for automatic giving. If you're one of those people that don't want to have to think too much about it and just start the practice, you can fill that out. Um, would love for you to participate. The last prosperity program that we had was unexpected income. I don't know if you heard, but we had 140 individuals doing it. And together they received over $82,000 of unexpected income. So these programs work if you let them work in your life and we want you to be a part of it. 
If you feel called to fill this out, you can put it in your love offering, um, the basket, or you can turn it into me after the service. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Juan. And this is your opportunity to give back. If you felt moved this morning by this message, please take this moment to donate either through the envelope in front of you or through text giving. This moment is sacred, so we will give you a moment to prepare your offerings in silence. Now let's bless these tithes and offerings. Divine love that I am blesses all that I give and all that I receive. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast brought to you by Unity on the Bay a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste.